0: Welcome to the Hive podcast. I'm Olivia Roosh, an art student and this year's editor-in-chief. This podcast is brought to you by The Retort, MSUB's student-led news outlet. We're here to deliver relevant news to the MSUB community that is both educational and entertaining. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show.
1: On today's podcast... Advice for college students. Three keys to unlock your potential.
2: This is Caleb, Robin, Christian, and we are doing the Retort Takeover here on this special episode of the Retort Podcast. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Thanks for being here today, guys really excited. Our first episode, yeah. um, like we'd mentioned, we're talking about three keys to unlock your potential and we're really going into things to help you really avoid the biggest mistakes. What,
2: do you, what, what have you done in your uh, college life that you regret?
1: Um, well, I personally, I think I had a pretty good start off. I uh, When I arrived, I decided to, to meet a lot of people so that was definitely an experience. I think, Caleb, you were one of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember that. Tell us about the strategy.
1: Um, so originally, I, I actually had moved from from Germany um, for my senior year of high school, and I I didn't have a good time because I didn't have a lot of friends, and it just, uh, you know, it was bad timing senior year, everyone's about to take off, and I, I was kind of disappointed with that experience uh, in high school. So... I wanted to change something, and I decided, like, I moved into the residence halls, even though I was from Billings, and it was a really great experience. So for for those of you out there, like, if you guys want uh, a college experience, I I definitely recommend you guys to Mm -hmm. move on campus and just to get to meet those people. But uh, move-in day, I actually decided I was going to go around my floor and knock on every door and introduce (laughs) myself. Yeah, I (laughs) definitely
2: thought that was weird at the time, but it it, it worked (laughs) off. I mean, it, it paid off.
1: Yeah, uh, it was definitely, like, I had to, obviously, like, I was nervous, and I didn't know anyone, so, uh, but I was also determined just to meet people, and I think, like, definitely, I I don't regret it now, looking back,
0: like, I met
1: Kilb, one of my best friends, so um, definitely worth it.
0: You know, my biggest regret is honestly not socializing enough, too, and, like, that's one of the things that Robin did, and obviously made a huge difference, but, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, university was just about, like, you know, go to class, get the grades, and just focus on that, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. But it's definitely
2: more about building a network.
0: Yeah, that's, like, 50% of it is the socializing and building contacts and just, you know, friends, but also good relationships with professors. and
1: Definitely, and learn from each other. Look, like, uh, all three of us, you know, we have different majors. Yeah. We're about to wrap up our college experience here. Mm-hmm. And there is so much I, I've learned from the two of you, like, it has been so helpful in my personal growth, and I think that's like you—you got to take that, those yeah. opportunities and really make the best out
0: of it. And it's like a snowball effect because we've all helped each other become more involved in like different things and yeah. like build different interests. You know, Christian,
1: you're you're a finance major, Caleb, you're accounting, mm-hmm. and I'm political science. All like obviously, your guys are more related, and you guys have been. Uh, able to help each other like even through studies but really for me getting that insight on on really financial aspect Mm -hmm. both in personal life and also kind of on the professional side Mm -hmm. of things like has been really helpful
2: yeah it's definitely been interesting
1: yeah let's hit it off right away Uh, so our first key is uh, advice on basic finances so gillib you you mentioned scholarships Um, for me actually I made a big mistake when it came to this. I uh, I kind of thought, oh, I'm not going to get any scholarships. I never had great grades in in high school, and so I didn't apply to any scholarships until my senior year of college, which is this year. And I actually got like I was surprised because I I, I received like quite a, quite a good amount, and it just everything? almost yeah, and I, it just. Went through my mind, then like, wow, I, yeah. what did I miss out on here?
0: Yeah, how much debt did you incur?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> even want to think about it. Not, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: but that happens to like dozens of students. Yeah, that go to MSUB. You
2: know, not everybody graduates, and then you know, maybe if you choose to go in a different direction, exactly, still have that debt. You know, yeah. if you'd applied for those scholarships, you would be paying yeah. On that. Yeah.
1: What about you guys?
2: Uh, I just had the basic stuff. I didn't really apply for scholarships. I did incur some of that debt. So you made, you made the I mistake did, you know, as well? I got a few grants, but it didn't cover everything. Okay. You know, some stuff from the reserves, you know, things like that. Oh, okay, so military benefits, yeah, but talking GI I, Bill. I do, I do still have some
0: some school debt that I'm going to have to pay off.
1: Okay. Mm. What about you, Christian?
0: I mean, I got scholarships every, every year. I just knew about applying for it, I guess, and was lucky. Lucky that I knew, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't... It, cover everything, but, um, you know, it definitely helps. Like, you know, I think, you know, I, um, having, you know, a couple thousand knocked off every semester, it's like makes a big difference. Um, but it's, it's something that like a lot of people don't know about, you know, I, I Mm -hmm. just, my my finance professor was just telling me, um, he's on the scholarship committee, you know, the Mm -hmm. one that awards, you know, for first round funding and second round funding for scholarships. And he's like, you know, hundreds of thousands, of dollars you know from the foundation and from the university just don't get out because students wow. forget to apply so you know right now he's in classes right now and he's just like telling everybody he's like just guys don't forget to apply but he was saying that you know last month hundreds
1: of thousands of dollars that's crazy yeah
2: Robin you did it how, how does somebody <laughs> listening uh, take advantage of that what, what are the steps they need to do right now
1: so um, typically the university gives out uh, priority deadlines for scholarships So just look at those on the MSUB webpage under scholarships. So you can find that just by searching scholarships. And it'll take you to a general scholarship application. And you put in your information. And it kind of filters through the things that you would be eligible for. And it's really nice because it's one application. And it'll just uh, uh, send it out for everything that you are eligible for. And even if you miss the priority deadline, you're still eligible to apply you just may have lower chances to to getting funds because you're in a lower priority group but I definitely recommend you to apply even if you missed the priority deadline that's what I did I missed it and I still applied I thought it was worth a shot um and it was definitely a success so um recommend everyone out there to to give it a shot
2: well wait until after I apply then <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: yeah, and, and- Right now, like, obviously, there's a lot of students struggling because of the pandemic going on. Mm -hmm. And um, just one thing, I'm on student government, so is Christian. And one thing we hear a lot about from the administration is uh, the opportunity to apply for the CARES Act funds as well. Um, Okay, what is that? The CARES Act funds, it's it's, uh, provided through the CARES Act, which, you know, was a big bill passed, the first initial um, bill passed by Congress. Uh, for relief funds, yes, in the spring. Um, now they've actually, I think, moved on to the second portion because the school has used up the first pot of money, basically. But it still all goes under CARES Act just because that's the recognizable name. Um, and students can apply for that if they've had any financial hardships due to COVID-19. Um, you, can, you can look at the specific requirements on the um, COVID-19 central webpage on MSU Billings website so uh, go ahead and look at that you could uh, apply for it once a semester Um, so if you guys did already happen to apply in the fall you can apply again for the spring and uh, again this application um, it only takes like 10 minutes so i really would encourage you guys to apply for it if you guys had to purchase any like um, electronic items that you needed because of kind of the transition to a lot of online classes um, or, if there are, like I said, any financial hardships due to COVID 19, uh, the school is really trying to help everyone out and fund those things for students.
2: So, keeping along that same vein, uh, things that college students need to be mindful of, uh, maybe one of those is avoiding debt.
0: Debt, debt yeah. is huge. I think. It's tricky for a lot of college students because some people, you know, already have to incur debt, you know, to go to college in the first place. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how do I avoid that? But sometimes I I see it so much. And even for me, I was guilty of it for some periods in my college uh, career of, you know, why make it worse off on yourself by incurring credit card debt or, you know, entertaining the thought of getting a new car, getting approved for a loan or things like that. It's just really silly thoughts that. Are, are not worth it in the long run. Like why make it harder on yourself yeah. as a college student with all these burdens? And then you get locked into interest payments on these, these big items that are, it's just not worth
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Avoiding unnecessary expenses. And then actually, I think of you, Caleb, as an accounting major, mm-hmm. like a big thing that we can do is like budgeting, right? We can, we can track our spending and create budgets.
2: Oh yeah. And you know everybody thinks that well uh, I'll get a credit card and I won't you know spend it all and i'll yeah. I'll be you know mindful of you know what I'm spending and make sure I'm responsible, mm-hmm. but you do really got to be careful even even if you think you're kind of a responsible person uh I know I was one of those eighteen twenty year olds that got a credit card. <laughs> Got it. Went you know right went in right to the branch in the Bank of America. Signed up for a credit card. They gave me like a five hundred dollar limit. Yeah. I had it maxed out within like three months. <laughs> Whoa! And I can't remember a single thing that I used that credit card for now. You know, years later, mm. and it's you are irresponsible, Caleb. <laughs> <killed>. Yeah. <it's... laughs> hey, I'm an accounting major. I still made that mistake. Well, I wasn't an accounting major then. Right. But yeah, it's you just got to watch out. Don't take on yeah. credit cards if you if you, if you don't have the funds in your bank account uh when you, when you have to use those funds from the credit card you probably shouldn't be using the credit card if it's frivolous if you know it, it's different if like your car breaks down mm-hmm. or you're stranded or something you got to pay for a tow it's yeah. nice to have that but don't go buying dinner on it twice a week and and not paying it off
1: yeah mm-hmm. Listen to Caleb, he's he's the oldest out of the three of us and <laughs> the it, most wise. You, yeah, you guys can't see, but he actually has like a pretty big beard. So I very, have made all very mistakes. biblical beard. <laughs> very stoic. And look, it's not only the debt that you're occurring, okay? Mm. So like I'm sure you guys are aware of this, but for all of you guys out there, maybe there's somebody that's not aware of this yet. Um, the interest.
2: Yeah, that's killer. You don't think it is, but it is.
0: And a lot of people don't think interest accrues daily. Like those banks are accruing, accruing interest on the on the card transaction that you you spent forty bucks on on some purchase. Mm-hmm. And interest is accruing daily for that, and they'll charge you with on it at the end of the month, and it'll build up. Yeah.
1: Um. So just make sure if you guys do use your credit card. I know, like personally, you know, I in the past I wanted to use my credit card at least to a certain extent to build that credit history. But the number one thing is pay on time. So you don't incur that interest Pay it on time every, yeah. every month, every month. Yeah. All right. What's, what's our
2: last uh, point under our first key? time as money, start your Roth IRA today. If mm-hmm. you are a freshman in college, you need to start an account now. Whether it's an IRA, Roth IRA, I would suggest a Roth yeah. IRA because you're almost certainly earning less money now than you will be in the future. Go ahead and pay the taxes on that now. Yeah. Uh, but really, your time is mm-hmm. so valuable when you're young.
0: Yeah.
2: Every dollar when you're 18 is like 60 when you're 60 you know yeah the
0: i mean it's it's crazy the, the value of you'll be so much ahead of the game if you open up a Roth IRA in 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 college you know i was i was late to it i think by opening it up in my senior year but many yeah. most americans don't start a Roth IRA probably until their mid or late tw- tw- 20s you know can
1: you, can you guys give a little breakdown of what a Roth IRA is
2: okay so there's a couple different uh so IRA stands for individual retirement account okay. there's a couple different ones there's a Roth uh which So there's a couple different ways to tax earnings in a retirement account. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a regular IRA, you're going to be taxed, you know, when you retire, you're going to be taxed on those funds as you take it out. The Roth IRA, you're going to be taxed on it now, and you're not going to pay taxes on it when you're, you know, drawing on that on retirement. So that's the advantage of getting the Roth while you're young. So
1: so which one should I choose?
2: The Roth. The Roth. Yeah, Yeah, you're... Almost certainly going to earn more money in the future Mm -hmm. uh, than you are now. So it's better to pay taxes on it now and then not pay taxes on it later.
0: You'll end up saving a lot of money in the long run. It's such an easy way to, like, a legal way to game the system. I mean, why pay taxes on it later when you're in a higher tax bracket? You know, why do that to yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, I think so. If you ever see the option when you're looking up in and it's IRA or Roth, choose even the Roth. Even
2: if you don't have the funds to to necessarily put a ton in it right now. Yeah. Even if all you have is like 10 bucks, go ahead and just sit down. It takes like 10 to 15 minutes to actually set up the account. You know, maybe do a bit mm-hmm. of research on what mm-hmm. broker you want to use. I personally have a Schwab. Me too. You know, Roth yeah. IRA, I really like it. It's yeah. it's not, you know, too difficult. Um, you, you just kind of get in, play around. Not sponsored, by the way. Right? Yeah, we're not <laughs> sponsored by anybody. This is just pers- all personal opinion. Um, so, yeah, just go ahead and set up the account. Even if you, even if all you have is ten dollars, just go ahead and yeah. open it, fund it with ten dollars, and then you know throw three dollars in it a week or something. That yeah. will grow okay. way more than you would think it would over. Okay. So,
0: walk-around. what's like average returns or like I average d- growth? It's something that people don't think about a lot about, but the value of compounding interest. And you know, I know it a mm-hmm. lot because I'm in finance. But you know, I mean, just quite generally, I mean, a little bit amount, a little amount of money, earning compound interest, especially when you're tying it to to, to the stock market, for example, and that's growing in, in your in your retirement account. I mean, mm-hmm. like Caleb was just saying, like if you can only afford to put in ten bucks, a hundred bucks, you know, that ten bucks is eventually going to be a couple hundred bucks when you retire. Mm-hmm. If you put ten bucks away right now, it's going to be a couple hundred. When you retire, and you don't do anything, you're just literally putting a ten dollar bill into your Roth. If you put a couple hundred, it's going to be a couple thousand when you end up retiring. Okay, so doing nothing. I'm I'm
1: currently in the process of opening my own like Roth IRA account, and I've been doing a little bit of research, and I heard like so you can't. And
0: correct me if I'm wrong, Uh but you can't like take out the money until you retire. You can take it out, but there is a penalty. I think it's, you know, like 25 to 35%. It's for- quite steep. You don't yeah. want to take
2: it out. You don't want to put money in there that you're going to need. So, if, yeah. okay. I mean, if if you have to, you know, pay for food this week... Oh, yeah. You're trying to decide whether to put in your Roth IRA, just pay for the food. You know, the Roth IRA can come second on that. But mm-hmm. so you're, that money's for retirement. You're not yeah. putting that back out. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I look at it, you know, I look at my Roth, but that, that money's like untouchable. You know, I can only, you mm-hmm. know, and that's what financial advisors recommend. It's like only if there's an emergency situation. You know, I mean, yeah. like you have a car accident or you're in the hospital or you have a loved one that you need to take care of or you need to mm-hmm. take a flight. Uh, really quick that you don't have the account, you know, in your bank, your, your normal banking account, yeah. only emergencies. So but you,
1: you don't want to put yourself in the position to to accumulate debt basically again. All right. We have one more thing and it was actually the ace in my sleeve. I was talking to, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not the finance guy here, mm. but I was talking to Caleb and Christian about this. But and this you know about. Yeah. You know about. And, I, and I asked them whether they knew about it and I, I, saw, I saw blank marks. faces. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the American Opportunity Tax Credit, um, this, again, a great thing for college students, and it is tax season. Yeah. So I was a little bit disappointed in Caleb when he didn't know this, yeah, since he's an accounting major. W- maybe a little bit behind Um, on that. But, but I didn't know about so it. So college enough. students um, have the opportunity to, to use this uh, when they work on their, when they file their taxes. So I'm going to read this off. This is straight from the IRS website, just a little tidbit of information. Um, that will help you to save some money, hopefully. So the American Opportunity Tax Credit is a credit for qualified education expenses paid for an eligible student for the first four years of higher education. You can get a maximum annual credit of $2,500 per eligible student. If the credit brings the amount of tax you owe to zero, you can have 40% of any remaining amount of the credit, which is up to $1,000 refunded to you. Wow, $1,000. Yeah, so I've actually, in the past three years, always had that uh, work in my favor. So I I just use uh, TurboTax, again, not sponsored, just it's been easy for me. Yeah. And they've helped me through the process and actually suggested that for me. So um, if you guys don't use TurboTax and had that uh, work in your favor, just make sure you guys do take uh, advantage of that and... Yeah, hopefully you guys uh,
0: save some money or even get a refund on that. So, so I I use that too, TurboTax mm-hmm. again, no sponsor. But you just just so generally look for that, or at least Google that. You know mm-hmm. the American Amer- Opportunity Tax Credit and TurboTax after it. If you use TurboTax, but generally like look out for that with whatever method you do do you yeah. taxes. Google it, try to find out more about it. Mm-hmm. What's our next key?
2: Get involved.
0: Get involved. Yeah. I think um, the biggest thing, like one thing um, we touched about earlier was um, socializing and the power of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, having a good relationship with uh, professors, being interested, visiting their office hours a couple of times. So it just shows that you're interested. They'll remember you a lot. of One of the things I didn't realize was like my finance professor sits on the scholarship committee and he says, you know, the students that he likes that show that show interest, you know, and he sees their name, you know, At they applied for a scholarship, he's going to give it to them, you know, because mm-hmm. he has a final say for his department of yeah. which finance students get that, you know, and that applies to many professors that are in different Absolutely. departments. So that's a big point is like, you yeah. know, be nice to your professors. That's one point. But obviously socializing with college students and making the most of your experiences. Yeah. another big part. student
1: engagement. Yeah. Like, um, you know, Christian, both of us have been really involved on campus. We're both on uh, student government right now. Yeah. It's uh, we obviously we have a lot of insight what's going on around campus, but we also have that working in our favor when applying for those scholarships. Yeah. yeah. Um, the school wants active students. They mm-hmm. want students that leave uh, a
0: positive impact.
2: Yeah, I've definitely seen that while I've been here,
0: you know, being on both sides of the table when like interviewing for like, you know, like um, uh, clubs or, you know, leadership positions mm-hmm. at the same time of like, you know, Get, trying to get internships and getting, you know, opportunities and, you know, being both the interviewee and the interviewer, you know, and I think, like Caleb said, like, at, at the end of the day, they just want to see a guy that is, you know, has a, a guy or girl that has energy, that um, can be passionate about something, and has, you know, the commitment level to do something, you um, and and that's the biggest thing that's what i think activities on campus shows it shows that you're willing to go the extra mile and do more than just some person who's just trying to get the degree and they think that that's all they need you know and if you have those things on your resume and you're doing those college activities it shows to other people that you know what it yeah. takes yeah and i just wanted to say um so we have
1: so many opportunities on campus it's Mm -hmm. Uh, really impressive actually and we see this is one of the things we talk about on student government a lot just recently we had a meeting uh, earlier this week actually and we were talking about student engagement on campus um look we have positions at the retort you could be in charge of marketing you could be paid to write just your opinion on a subject right to edit Mm -hmm. Um, We got open senator positions. Mm -hmm. The student activity board is still looking for a few more members. And you can gain real experience in these positions. Um, I'm on the executive board of student government, and there's a lot of projects we're always working on. And it's really impressive to see, like, how much initiative that takes and how much experience, like, I am gaining through that. Mm -hmm. And so definitely worth your time um i would also recommend for all those that are getting engaged really you're gonna
0: get out of it what you put into it just with anything else in life yeah i think that's what the involvement is showing overall you know like what you put Mm -hmm. into it you know is what you get out of it that's what employers see that's what the people in the clubs um uh see yeah Uh, yeah
2: yeah i agree with that also be sure you write it down what you're doing that way you don't forget in mm-hmm. two years when you're writing your resume. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. You should definitely, you know, yeah write it down and put it on the Word document that is your resume that you don't, you know, so you don't forget.
2: Oh, yeah. So we should probably talk a little bit about some of the resources on campus. Um,
0: yeah, the next key. I think, yeah, resources. There are so many things on campus that people just don't know about. You know, I didn't know about a lot of things until I got involved was a thing. Once mm-hmm. I started getting involved in clubs and student government and other things, then all these resources became known um, but if i wasn't a part of those things i wouldn't have known so it's not necessarily anybody's fault but one of the biggest resources is that as a student of MS- msub you know you have a lawyer on your side mm-hmm. a, lawyer. a lawyer so there's an s- attorney yeah um so if you incur any significant problems you know stu- the student government if you go to the student government office located at the top of the student union building Um, And you ask for uh, student legal services or just ask for, Mm -hmm. uh, hey, I heard that there's a student lawyer, Um, you know, they will sit down with you and they'll hear your argument. And if you're battling um, maybe um, kind of um, a, a legal issue, whether it's occurring somewhere in the city or landlord
1: tenant issues, tenant
0: issues. Yeah. Like, uh, permit issues, maybe, um, you know, something that you're wrongfully, Custody. Fully. Any, yeah. or you just need any advice to really start off, like what direction do I need to go with this? Yeah. Something you think you're wrongly charged of or something you're, you know, you're in your situation that you, you don't think is right. You'd sit down, you ask for the student legal services and this lawyer, here's your Please opinion. Please schedule an appointment. Yeah. you schedule an appointment and you know, they hear you out and you're on the right direction, you know, and that's free. That is free legal mm-hmm. services. That absolutely is a pretty good value yeah 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 I think free legal advice is not cheap I mean it does, it rarely happens so yes we have a lawyer student legal services um, is a big resource uh, on campus um, the second thing um, is the academic support center I don't think as many students should take advantage of it as they should um, I yeah. know about it because I was a tutor I was an economics tutor. I heard about that? <laughs> Whoa! How'd that go? Uh, yeah, it was good experience. I mean, I got paid to, uh, you know, obviously like, you know, tutor people and sit into an economics class that I knew stuff about and I was interested in. Um, but at the same time, you know, I had students come to me, and it's just so easy. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. they go to a lecture and they're confused, and maybe they're nervous about t- sitting down with the professor. Um, or maybe they go to the professor's office hours and they still don't get it. And then they feel like, Oh, what's, what's wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. but you just go down to they have multiple departments for math, for, for, uh, for, for writing, um, for different niches, you know, Mm -hmm. accounting economics, you know, for political science.
1: Yeah. I actually, uh, took advantage of that opportunity. I think it was my freshman year and both myself and a friend that was actually an international student. We were, uh, I think it was art history. Yeah. And it was, uh, just we, obviously, we didn't have any experience with art history, mm-hmm. so we were, felt just a little bit challenged and wanted to make sure that we're going to be successful, and I think a lot of students really struggled in the class, but once we attended just a couple of those study sessions, um, it helped us a lot.
0: Yeah, I think like one of the things like you should learn in college is it's, it's about efficiency. It's how mm-hmm. to become more efficient. I used to, you know, bang my head against the wall, you know, like theoretically, you know, Mm -hmm. for a couple hours about some issue I'm not getting. Now, Mm -hmm. if I know I'm not getting that issue, it's as simple as like, I'm just going to schedule an appointment. Um, Or you can actually go online and see if there's a tutor available at that moment. Oh, that's cool. Where can you do that? Um, I would just type in um, the Academic Support Center into Google and then you go on there. And then you can just see the different subjects laid out and you can actually, it'll, it's pretty self-explanatory. You'll see the time slots. MSUB
1: Academic Support Center.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be on the university page. Academic Support Center has its own separate page. It has book an appointment or it has open time slots every day. There's generally like for each, for each major, there's um, people that are just sitting in there waiting for like a problem to come up. Interesting.
1: And where was that located again, Christian?
0: Yeah. So that's at the bottom floor of the student union building. Um, It's right next to the cafe. Um, Stingers? Yeah. Okay yeah the um the academic support center but it's a it's a huge resource that not many people know it's you know it, it makes their life easier for studying the second the third major resource uh, is Robin.
1: Uh, yeah um the student health services and this is a thing like all these things are really you know you you may not know, but you're already paying for this as students so the Student legal services is paid for through the student activity fee. This is really uh, comes from ASMSUB initiatives and the student health services. You sp- pay the student health fee. So you have access to nurses and even providers. psychological counseling.
0: You know, I was, you know, in, in yeah, counseling when I was an RA, you know, I had someone on my floor that like, you know, said like, hey, can you take me? To, you know, I know about. This resource, I need to, you know, mm-hmm. just talk to someone, like kind of like on a therapist dialogue. Mm-hmm. And we went down together and it helped her, you know? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, so, definitely a student, like whether it's just you have a cold or, you know, you want, I think they have like free STI. So STD testing night last
0: weekend.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. If you, if you're nervous about something and you yeah. just want to get it checked yeah. out, really no matter what it is, you know, you can go in there and, and talk to them and they can take it from there. Uh, you might have to come back when the provider is there mm-hmm. and just schedule an appointment for that. But you can save a lot of money, um, you know, like doctor's appointments. Even if, if you just want to talk to someone, a lot of times they'll charge you like a hundred or $200 uh, just for even the appointment without yeah. having anything done. So um, definitely recommend to take advantage of that. Uh, Probably save time and money.
2: Time and money. It's a seamless process. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and use it while it's there.
1: Yeah. And lastly, we wanted to talk about another resource that the university has, and it is the ASMSUB Contingency Fund. So this is something a little bit different than anything that we've talked about today. The ASMSUB contingency fund is the student government contingency fund. Um, if you guys didn't know, student government at MSUB really manages and allocates the student activity fee, which is just one of several fees all students pay. And so this is really goes towards engagement. Uh, so part of that fee, we we have a, a fund which is the contingency fund that students any MSUB student can request money from. And so the eligibility requirements for that is really that it goes towards something that benefits MSUB students.
2: Interesting. So I can petition the board for my beer money.
1: So you can put in, there is a contingency request form. Nice joke, by the way, Caleb, <laughs> uh, there, there is a contingency request form, which you can find under the ASMSUB page, which you can find again on the MSUB Um, website and you fill out the form and basically like this is like catered towards let's say you're either a organization a club or an individual student and you know the simplest thing to say is like okay you want to host an event and you need money to fund it so let's say you want to you know have food there you want you need licensing maybe to show a movie and you need dec- money for decorations and all these kinds of
2: things. And any student can do this, not just any organization. It or?
1: doesn't have to be necessarily an organization. So this, again, I'm making an ex- example for this. Um, obviously, so this event then, because the school's money is being allocated towards it, you know, this event would have to be accessible for students. So the students, the student body, benefits from it. Um, so it wouldn't be just for yourself and your beer, Caleb. So sorry sorry to
2: have everybody have a big beer party. Uh, well, there is university regulations on that. <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> um, don't want to have a run-in with uh, campus police. But
1: also in the past, things have been uh, funded, such as like if you want to go to a conference because you think yeah. uh, there would be benefits through that, or if you want to. Um, for example, the MSUB ROTC program has been funded to go to the Bataan Memorial March mm-hmm. in New Mexico. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so you guys can find more information on this, like I mentioned, on the ASMSUB page. Uh, there's a request form and more detailed information.
0: Yeah, it's a huge re- I remember many years ago we had a, a student in um, some department that um, was doing research and mm-hmm. wanted wanted to go to a conference to present on behalf of the department, um, and was just applying as a student, you know, to get the funds to travel, mm-hmm. you know, the airplane ticket, the food costs, the hotel costs, mm-hmm. you know, to do this thing that would um, help her and like show that it was good on the university that you know they're doing that thing, and she got approved for it. You know, Whoa, I, she got
2: all that paid for. She
0: got all that paid for. You know, and so there you know like yeah, student government has a pool of money that is you know trying to help students and campus, and it's just there. And
1: it's really surprising because like not very many people take advantage of it yeah yeah I didn't even know
0: about,
2: about it hmm. any any little uh, nuggets of advice
1: nuggets of advice no i mean I think the biggest thing is just like we we've uh mentioned several times it's getting started really the, the i think the financial education part of it is really important it's a, a you know i think there's a inherent yeah. lack of financial education among citizens, yeah. so really uh taking the initiative and empowering yourself by educating yourself like there's a lot of books out there about this stuff and you don't have to you know you don't have to look at financial data analysis or something but really understanding the biggest concepts and looking at it i think those are the most important things like none of us are certified financial advisors just to put that out there um but definitely i think anyone can can benefit from educating yourselves on this all right thank you for listening to the retort Podcast. The Takeover. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Hive Podcast. You can follow The Retort on Instagram and like us on Facebook for more content. Feel free to reach out with ideas for future episodes through our social media or email us at retort at Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Today's episode was sponsored by MSUB's student government, ASMSUB.